section thirty three of curiosities of literature volume three this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org curiosities of literature volume three by isaac disraeli prediction part one in a curious treatise on divination or the knowledge of future events cicero has preserved a complete account of the state contrivances which were practised by the roman government to instil among the people those hopes and fears by which they regulated public opinion the pagan creed now become obsolete and ridiculous has occasioned this treatise to be rarely consulted it remains however as a chapter in the history of man to these two books of cicero on divination perhaps a third might be added on political and moral prediction the principles which may even raise it into a science are self-evident they are drawn from the heart of man and they depend on the nature and connection of human events we presume we shall demonstrate the positive existence of such a faculty a faculty which lord bacon describes of making things future and and remote as present the aruspects the augur and the astrologer have vanished with their own superstitions but the moral and the political predictor proceeding on principles authorized by nature and experience has become more skilful in his observations on the phenomena of human history and it has often happened that a tolerable philosopher has not made an indifferent prophet no great political or moral revolution has occurred which has not been accompanied by its prognostic and men of a philosophic cast of mind in their retirement freed from the delusions of parties and of sects at once intelligent in the quick quid adjunct homines while they are withdrawn from their conflicting interests have rarely been confounded by the astonishment which overwhelms those who absorbed in active life are the mere creatures of sensation agitated by the shadows of truth the unsubstantial appearances of things intellectual nations are advancing in an eternal circle of events and passions which succeed each other and the last is necessarily connected with its antecedent the solitary force of some fortuitous incident only can interrupt this concatenated progress of human affairs that every great event has been accompanied by a presage or prognostic has been observed by lord bacon the shepherds of the people should understand the prognostics of state tempests hollow blasts of wind seemingly at a distance and secret swellings of the sea often precede a storm such were the prognostics discerned by the politic bishop williams in charles the first time who clearly foresaw and predicted the final success of the puritanic party in our country attentive to his own security he abandoned the government and sided with the rising opposition at the moment when such a change in public affairs was by no means apparent 
in this spirit of foresight our contemplative antiquary dugdale must have anticipated the scene which was approaching in sixteen forty one in the destruction of our ancient monuments in cathedral churches he hurried on his itinerant labours of taking draughts and transcribing inscriptions as he says to preserve them for future and better times posterity owes to the prescient spirit of dugdale the ancient monuments of england which bear the marks of the haste as well as the zeal which have perpetuated them continental writers formerly employed a fortunate expression which they wished to have an historia reformationis anti reformationem this history of the reformation would have commenced at least a century before the reformation itself a letter from cardinal julian to pope eugenius the fourth written a century before luther appeared clearly predicts the reformation and its consequences he observed that the minds of men were ripe for something tragical he felt the axe striking at the root and the tree beginning to bend and that his party instead of propping it were hastening its fall in england sir thomas more was not less prescient in his views for when his son roper was observing to him that the catholic religion under the defender of the faith was in a most flourishing state the answer of more was an evidence of political foresight truth it is son roper and yet i pray god that we may not live to see the day that we would gladly be at league and composition with heretics to let them have their churches quietly to themselves so that they would be contented to let us have ours quietly to ourselves whether our great chancellor predicted from a more intimate knowledge of the king's character or from some private circumstances which may not have been recorded for our information of which i have an obscure suspicion remains to be ascertained the minds of men of great political sagacity were unquestionably at that moment full of obscure indications of the approaching change erasmus went at canterbury before the tomb of becket observing it loaded with a vast profusion of jewels wished that those had been distributed among the poor and that the shrine had been only adorned with boughs and flowers for said he those who have heaped up all this mass of treasure will one day be plundered and fall a prey to those who are in power a prediction literally fulfilled about twenty years after it was made the unknown author of the visions of piers ploughman who wrote in the reign of edward the third footnote though it cannot be positively asserted it is generally believed that the author was robert longland a monk of malvern see introduction to wright's edition of the vision the latter part of the year thirteen sixty two is believed to be the time of its composition End of footnote. surprise the world by a famous prediction of the fall of the religious houses from the hand of a king footnote the passage is so remarkable as to be worth giving here for the immediate reference of such readers as may not have ready access to the original we modernize the spelling from mr wright's edition 
but there shall come a king and confess you religious and award you as the bible telleth for breaking of your rule and then shall the abbot of abington and all his issue for ever have a knock of a king and incurable the wound End of footnote the event was realized two hundred years afterwards by our henry the eighth the protestant writers have not scrupled to declare that in this instance he was de vino numine afflatus but moral and political prediction is not inspiration the one may be wrought out by man the other descends from god the same principle which led erasmus to predict that those who were in power would destroy the rich shrines because no other class of men in society could mate with so mighty a body as the monks conducted the author of piers plowman to the same conclusion and since power only could accomplish that great purpose he fixed on the highest as the most likely and thus the wise prediction was so long after literally accomplished sir walter raleigh foresaw the future consequences of the separatists and the sectaries in the national church and the very scene his imagination raised in fifteen thirty has been exhibited to the letter of his description two centuries after the prediction his memorable words are time will even bring it to pass if it were not resisted that god would be turned out of churches into barns and from thence again into the fields and mountains and under hedges all order of discipline and church government left to newness of opinion and men's fancies and as many kinds of religion spring up as there are parish churches within england we are struck by the profound genius of tacitus who clearly foresaw the calamities which so long ravaged europe on the fall of the roman empire in a work written five hundred years before the event in that sublime anticipation of the future he observed when the romans shall be hunted out from those countries which they have conquered what will then happen the revolted people freed from their master oppressor will not be able to subsist without destroying their neighbours and the most cruel wars will exist among all these nations we are told that solon at athens contemplating on the port and citadel of Manichia, suddenly exclaimed how blind is man to futurity could the athenians foresee what mischief this will do their city they would even eat it with their own teeth to get rid of it a prediction verified more than two hundred years afterwards thales desired to be buried in an obscure quarter of milesia observing that that very spot would in time be the forum charlemagne in his old age observing from the window of a castle a norman descent on his coast tears started in the eyes of the aged monarch he predicted that since they dared to threaten his dominions while he was yet living what would they do when he should be no more a melancholy prediction says de foix of their subsequent incursions and of the protracted calamities of the french nation during a whole century
there seems to be something in minds which take in extensive views of human nature which serves them as a kind of divination and the consciousness of this faculty has even been asserted by some cicero appeals to atticus how he had always judged of the affairs of the republic as a good diviner and that its overthrow had happened as he had foreseen fourteen years before cicero had not only predicted what happened in his own times but also what occurred long after according to the testimony of cornelius nepos the philosopher indeed affects no secret revelation nor visionary second sight he honestly tells us that this art had been acquired merely by study and the administration of public affairs while he reminds his friend of several remarkable instances of his successful predictions i do not divine human events by the arts practised by the augurs but i use other signs cicero then expresses himself with the guarded obscurity of a philosopher who could not openly ridicule the prevailing superstitions but we perfectly comprehend the nature of his signs when in the great pending event of the rival conflicts of pompey and of caesar he shows the means he used for his purpose on one side i consider the humour and genius of caesar and on the other the condition and the manner of civil wars in a word the political diviner foretold events by their dependence on general causes while the moral diviner by his experience of the personal character anticipated the actions of the individual others too have asserted the possession of this faculty duver a famous chancellor of france imagined the faculty was intuitive with him by his own experience he had observed the results of this curious and obscure faculty and at a time when the history of the human mind was so imperfectly comprehended it is easy to account for the apparent egotism of this grave and dignified character born says he with constitutional infirmity a mind and body but ill adapted to be laborious with a most treacherous memory enjoying no gift of nature yet able at all times to exercise a sagacity so great that i do not know since i have reached manhood that anything of importance has happened to the state to the public or to myself in particular which i had not foreseen this faculty seems to be described by a remarkable expression employed by thucydides in his character of themistocles of which the following is given as a close translation by a species of sagacity peculiarly his own for which he was in no degree indebted either to early education or after study he was supereminently happy in forming a prompt judgment in matters that admitted but little time for deliberation at the same time that he far surpassed all in his deductions of the future from the past or was the best guesser of the future from the past footnote okaya gar zunisai kai ute pomathan s alten uden out epemathan tante paracrema 
de elacistes butes cratistas nomen kai ton melton ton epipiston tu genesomenu arrestas icastis thucydides book one end of footnote should this faculty of moral and political prediction be ever considered as a science we can even furnish it with a denomination for the writer of the life of sir thomas brown prefixed to his works in claiming the honour of it for that philosopher calls it the stochastic a term derived from the greek and from archery meaning to shoot at a mark this eminent genius it seems often hit the white our biographer declares that though he were no prophet yet in that faculty which comes nearest to it he excelled that is the stochastic wherein he was seldom mistaken as to future events as well public as private we are not indeed inculcating the fanciful elements of an occult art we know whence its principles may be drawn and we may observe how it was practised by the wisest among the ancients aristotle who collected all the curious knowledge of his times has preserved some remarkable opinions on the art of divination in detailing the various subterfuges practised by the pretended diviners of his day he reveals the secret principle by which one of them regulated his predictions he frankly declared that the future being always very obscure while the past was easy to know his predictions had never the future in view for he decided from the past as it appeared in human affairs which however lie concealed from the multitude such is the true principle by which a philosophical historian may become a skilful diviner human affairs make themselves they grow out of one another with slight variations and thus it is that they usually happen as they have happened the necessary dependence of effects on causes and the similarity of human interests and human passions are confirmed by comparative parallels with the past the philosophic sage of holy writ truly deduced the important principle that the thing that hath been is that which shall be the vital facts of history deadened by the touch of chronological antiquarianism are restored to animation when we comprehend the principles which necessarily terminate in certain results and discover the characters among mankind who are the usual actors in these scenes the heart of man beats on the same eternal springs and whether he advances or retrogrades he cannot escape out of the march of human thought hence in the most extraordinary revolutions we discover that the time and the place only have changed for even when events are not strictly parallel we detect the same conducting principles Scipio amorato one of the great italian historians in his curious discourses on tacitus intermingles ancient examples with the modern that he says all may see how the truth of things is not altered by the changes and diversities of time machiavel drew his illustrations of modern history from the ancient 
when the french revolution recalled our attention to a similar eventful period in our own history the neglected volumes which preserved the public and private history of our charles the first and cromwell were collected with eager curiosity often the scene existing before us even the very personages themselves opened on us in these forgotten pages but as the annals of human nature did not commence with those of charles the first we took a still more retrograde step and it was discovered in this wider range that in the various governments of greece and rome the events of those times had been only reproduced among them the same principles had terminated in the same results and the same personages had figured in the same drama this strikingly appeared in a little curious volume entitled essai sur l'histoire de la revolution françoise par une société d'auteurs latins published at paris in eighteen hundred and one this society of latin authors who have written so inimitably the history of the french revolution consist of the roman historians themselves by extracts ingeniously applied the events of that melancholy period are so appositely described indeed so minutely narrated that they will not fail to surprise those who are not accustomed to detect the perpetual parallels which we meet with in philosophical history many of these crises in history are close resemblances of each other compare the history of the league in france with that of our own civil wars we are struck by the similar occurrences performed by the same political characters who played their part on both those great theatres of human action a satirical royalist of those times has commemorated the motives the incidents and the personages in the satire manipe de la vertu de catholicon d'espagne and this famous satire manipe is a perfect hudibras in prose the writer discovers all the bitter ridicule of butler in his ludicrous and severe exhibition of the etat de paris while the artist who designed the satirical prince becomes no contemptible hogarth so much are these public events alike in their general spirit and termination that they have afforded the subject of a printed but unpublished volume entitled essai sur les revolutions footnote this work was printed in london as a first volume but remained unpublished this singularly curious production was suppressed but reprinted at paris it has suffered the most cruel mutilations i read with surprise and instruction the single copy which i was assured was the only one saved from the havoc of the entire edition the writer was the celebrated chateaubriand footnote the whole work was modelled on this principle it would be possible says the eloquent writer to frame a table or chart in which all the given imaginable events of the history of a people would be reduced to a mathematical exactness the conception is fanciful but its foundation lies deep in truth 
a remarkable illustration of the secret principle divulged by aristotle and described by thucydides appears in the recent confession of a man of genius among ourselves when mr coleridge was a political writer in the morning post and courier at a period of darkness and utter confusion that writer was then conducted by a tract of light not revealed to ordinary journalists on the napoleonic empire of that despotism in masquerade he decided by the state of rome under the first caesars and of the spanish-american revolution by taking the war of the united provinces with philip the second as the groundwork of the comparison on every great occurrence he says i endeavoured to discover in past history the event that most nearly resembled it i procured the contemporary historians memorialists and pamphleteers then fairly subtracting the points of difference from those of likeness as the balance favoured the former or the latter i conjectured that the result would be the same or different in the essays on the probable final restoration of the bourbons i feel myself authorized to affirm by the effect produced on many intelligent men that were the dates wanting it might have been suspected that the essays had been written within the last twelve months End of section thirty three